everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the book Runner. This book is written by Carl Duker, and um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed this book. How did you feel about it? Well, I felt a little iffy because, you know, it's a good book. Though. I really like the book, but it's kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's little, yeah. 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 But it's good, you know. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Today we'll discuss a variety of topics, including the motivation behind the main character, the supporting characters, and their contribution to the story, as well as the protagonist, the antagonist, the perspective, and different types of symbolism, and the figurative language used in the book. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. And uh, this book is a riveting story told from the first person perspective of our main character, Chance. He's a uh, he's our protagonist today. Yeah. So, you know, Chance experiences many. Bad things about the story. One of the main problems we see, Chance encounter, is his dad is really home, and his mom left him when he was a young age. This has a ripple effect on the rest of his life, and he has no guiding person or authority over him. So he just has to, you know. Yeah, he fends for himself. He he never really has someone to protect him. Almost he always has to. He even works a job at the young age that he is mm-hmm. to support himself. But yeah, I think you're onto something there. And uh, to further echo your point, I'd like to add that one of the driving factors behind this, so when his mother left, he felt almost as if he had done something wrong. You know, that's right, you know. Yeah. Uh, how do you think this affects Chance, like, throughout the rest of the story? Well, I mean, he's come, you know, accustomed, you know, like, normal. To have no yeah, it's kind of felt normal to have no parental figure. Authority. Yeah, uh, very true. And I personally believe that all these factors lead up to him accepting the Fat Man's offer. And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean we, Man, we call him Fat Man, but that's literally the only description we get of him in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is the Fat Man. So, yeah. Uh, the Fat Man's offer, just to explain that further, because we said that, but... Just to explain that further, the fat man offered him to basically run some sort of smuggling operation off the beach. So he would run and pick up a backpack and then run back and give it to him. And the backpack had items in it, but Chance didn't know what items, and he wasn't told. So but, but he's, you know, he, had he a, still had some idea that what he was doing was wrong, but he thought that he, it would be okay because he wasn't told. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it is very impo- important to note that the story's perspective is important to the plot. I think it kind of leads to us being in suspense and that kind of makes the book better because we have no knowledge of the antagonist's intentions up until the very end it's not really specified who the antagonist is even until the end you can tell it is the fat man and the people who he works for but you know truly it's yeah the first person perspective makes the book a lot better because if it was in any other perspective it might feel forced almost also from the very beginning chance is told that no one will ever find out about this stuff but you know yeah they do (laughs) but um yeah and I think that also kind of points to the fact that he knows what he's doing is wrong. Like, he knows that he's smuggling bad things, but he... And he just wants to earn money. For he him. wants to earn money, and he doesn't want to find out what he's smuggling. So, yeah. One of the author techniques used in this book is a flashback. An example is when he flashes back to a time where he got mad at his dad and they were in a fight, right? But mm-hmm. he always thought that he was, like, worthless, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree, to be honest. And that moment was actually, like, very important because it, it shows this divide between them. And after that moment, they never really had a strong relationship. And, uh, yeah, it also flashes back to the time he was walking under the bridge and a homeless man asked him for change. Chance was very frightened, and he pushed him away. However, though, Chance's heart shines through, and in the moment, or and after this moment, he goes back and gives him his remaining change. Chance also develops a strong relationship with a girl named Melissa. She's an activist, and Chance steps up to defend her multiple times. Yeah. Um, the part so, with the homeless man, actually, it really shone through, because, yeah. like, it showed who he was, even if he, because, ha- you know, he, he and his dad are very poor. Yeah, they don't have, like, great of a life, you know? Yeah, he doesn't have too great of a life, and that's part of the reason he accepts the fat man's offer to smuggle items for money. But also, one of the reasons that it's very important, and it was, uh, we, you could almost call it a big window moment, 
that he gives a change to the homeless man is because even though he has so little, he's helping the people who have even yeah, less. Even less yeah. yeah. His motivation is to find a better life for himself, but also helping other people, you know, like you said. Yeah. And he does so by expecting the drug, you know, from the middle person. Yeah. He wasn't aware, but from very young, really, he didn't know he does as well. Yeah. He's, he, he wasn't aware that what he was smuggling was illegal, but, like, he has an idea that it was. Yeah. yeah. The main problem Chance struggles with is finding money to support him and his family. Uh, and also, he tries, he's trying to keep his sailboat because he and his dad live on a sailboat and it's kind of run down, so it's not seaworthy. So they have to almost park it. It's called mooring it. And um, that, that's one of the main problems, trying to find a moorage fee. But um, yeah, in the end of the book, the problem is that the drug smugglers have hidden explosives on his boat. Sleeps and terrorists trying to blow up a civilian boat. Chance's dad sacrifices himself to save them and leaves Chance feeling very alone. Make life I mean, it's even though Chance didn't love, like, lo- see him as, like, a strong father figure, just he still loved them. Because, like, even if you hate someone in your family, so you still love them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the theme up throughout the story is that the best way, or the easiest way out is it's not the best, not the best way. way. It's usually not, yeah. Like he did in the story. He... Yeah. Can you give some examples? Uh, yeah. So, like, in, he, was, he was offered that job, right? Mm-hmm. But if he said no, he would, he would, he would yeah. Which that's good intentions, but he should have said no from the beginning, knowing that. Really. Yeah. yeah. It's also said that he's trying to earn money to buy himself a, a phone and you know, better and shoes, all the, yeah. all the things that you know a boy like Essential at his age would want. But um, I mean, yeah, there he ends up accepting that job because he wants a better life, but really that's gonna end up getting even more trouble later. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the resolution? Chance goes to live with Melissa, because, you know, his dad. Yeah, when his dad dies, she does. He, he's in this moment where he misses his dad, but he also enjoys misses Melissa's company, you know, like, yeah. being a mom, yeah. quote-unquote mom. Yeah. But Let's him, like, accept him as a son, but Chance ends up... about 14 minutes Okay. But Chance ends up leaving to join the army and leaves the wants unlooked. Yeah, and that was quite an epiphany moment. It was very surprising because, like, when he left, it was so sudden because he was like, oh, yeah, he was so happy to be living in them. And they made this sudden, like, spur of the moment um, change to go and join the army. And he leaves the Watson note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Chance really didn't know how to feel in that moment. And, um, yeah, let's talk about one more author technique before we wrap it up. Um, throughout the story, he uses description a lot to, def- to like, uh, a couple examples are when he shows, like, how he runs. And then he also describes his speed-up sailboat, which is, like, very small and cramped. Yeah, and- you know, he always says, he always mentions this during the book, you know. People think of a sailboat, you know, like this dreamy yacht that everyone yeah. wants to get on. But really, when you get close to it and stuff, it's just not the greatest. Yeah, he, he, he yeah, he wish he could live in it. Yeah, his dad's an alcoholic, and he just, he wants to get away from it. Yeah. Uh, how did you, like, overall, did you like the book? Yeah, I liked it, you know what I mean? I really enjoyed it, but I reckon, yeah, I, I thoroughly recommend it as a show and the story is a real life struggle, but, you know. Yeah, it kind of portrays, like, that feeling of loneliness that many of us feel, um, and yeah, I, just that life of wanting to get away from where you are, I think many people kind of relate to that. Yeah, what about you? Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I would definitely recommend it. And it, yeah, like I said, it shows that feeling of wanting to get away from where you are. And like, everyone feels that from time to time, and yeah. some people even more. Yeah, so to wrap this up, yeah, Runner by yeah. Carl Duker. Runner by Carl Duker. We definitely recommend it. And um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time.